Well, hello everyone, I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to the podcast, Fill the Lamp. Now, you know, as we walk with God in faith on a day-to-day basis, we face many challenges and trials and temptations, don't we? We've been walking through the book now of James, and he addresses issues of wisdom, friendship, and speech, showing us how faith in Christ inevitably affects ordinary, everyday life in this world. James is teaching us about two kinds of wisdom in chapter 3, verses 13 through 16. Two kinds. There is a wisdom that comes from hell. It's the devil. Yes, it's a worldly wisdom. It's earthly. But the problem goes, sadly, even deeper than the earth. This kind of wisdom is the complete opposite of anything that is from God. It is subtly yet powerfully demonic. You remember in Genesis 3, the serpent tempted Eve to trust in his, the devil's, wisdom instead of God's wisdom. And the adversary is doing the same thing in every one of our lives today. This is where we need to remember one of the most important factors in our growth in wisdom, and it is our perspective of wisdom. There's worldly wisdom views of life from a limited perspective. It doesn't see things in light of eternity, but in terms of the perceived immediate impact what is best for self-advancement or self-pleasure now. This is dangerous, and it is motivated by self-centered ambition. Wisdom in the world measures everything by how it affects you and I. It's concerned with how you can advance yourself, promote yourself, or assert yourself. So when looking at conversations and circumstances, the question at the forefront is always, what can I get out of this? Now, this kind of wisdom is common in the world and common in us. Yet, sadly, we don't even see it. Is self-centered ambition not the root of struggles in marriages? What is best for me, is the question we ask. Meanwhile, Jesus says, deny self. Self Self-centered ambition is the heart of worldly wisdom, and it is demonic. It is filled with envy and always comparing itself to others to see who is better or worse. Now, such wisdom robs us of love, intimacy, trust, fellowship, and harmony with others. But now in chapter 3, verses 17 through 18, we have another wisdom. And uh, James lays out the second picture or type of wisdom, godly wisdom. Uh, 
verses 17 and 18, he says, Real wisdom, God's wisdom, begins with a holy life and is characterized by getting along with others. It is gentle and reasonable, overflowing with mercy and blessings, not hot one day and cold the next, not two-faced either. You can develop a healthy, robust community that lives right with God and enjoy its results only if you do the hard work of getting along with each other, treating each other with dignity and honor. Now, this takes us back to James 1, uh, chapter 1, verses 5 through 6. Let's read those. James says, if you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him, and he will gladly tell you. For he is always ready to give a bountiful supply of wisdom to all who ask him. He will not resent it. But when you ask him, be sure that you—this is important, my friends—be sure that you really expect him to tell you. For a doubtful mind will be as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Folks, you see, you don't get this wisdom from intellectual effort of practical experience as much as you get it from being with God. A kind of wisdom, a godly wisdom, sees things from a an eternal perspective that only comes from God. We must go to him constantly in prayer and in the word, crying out to him in order to receive his wisdom. Folks, when you read James uh, chapter 3, verse 17, in the original language, you see that James has organized these characteristics in a most beautiful literary style. This wisdom is God-centered. In Matthew 5, 8, it says, The pure in heart are blessed, for they will see God, not self-centered. It is also humbled, which is what James means in chapter 3, verse 13, when he refers to wisdom's gentleness. You see, wisdom from God produces, this is huge, humility in man. But the wisdom from the world produces the exact opposite. Wisdom from the world produces self-centered pride in man. So folks, in contrast to the disorder and the evil that results from selfish ambition, James says in verse 18 that the wisdom from God results in peace and righteousness. God's wisdom produces that which is right, that which is pleasing and honoring to God, and that which is good for the people of God. The peacemakers are blessed for they will be called sons of God. That's Matthew 5, 9. 
Peace is what God desires in our relationships, our homes, and our churches. Now, this is not peace at the expense of truth, as in, let's just all get along (laughs) by avoiding truth and conviction. No, it's first of all pure and true, trusting that purity produces peace. You see, when men and women are humbly going before God, that's huge, leaving self-centered ambition behind and pursuing wisdom that is pure, it produces peacemaking and righteousness in the church. It doesn't mean that you always agree on every detail, but it does mean that you together are humbly seeking God's wisdom and putting aside selfish ambition. So, we need to ask God to remove from us worldly thinking and worldly wisdom. Humble, humble yourself before him and ask him to give you wisdom that is first pure then peace-loving, gentle, compliant, and full of mercy and good fruits, without favoritism and hypocrisy. And pray that he would use you to sow not disorder and evil, but to harvest peace and righteousness in your relationships with others. I say, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you. I lift up every listener here today to you. We come needing your wisdom, Lord. The world is all around us, Lord, trying to steal our attention from you. Father God, the world is offering their wisdom their knowledge, their understanding, Father God. Lord Jesus, we come seeking you, and we come humbly, humbly before you, Lord, humbly wanting more of you, humbling as we gather together in a humble community, the bride of Christ. Father God, we just come needing you. We need your wisdom because this wisdom from the world produces self-centered pride in us. Lord, we need you. We need you in a mighty way in these days that are leading to your return. And I thank you, Father God, and we pray in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, my friends, it's been another good one, and I hope and pray that you will be with us next time as well. And I would ask you to subscribe to the podcast at fillthelamp at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, God bless each and every one of you. I'm Neil Parks.